now we're live and you had no option but to be ready right now. It's okay. I'm just uh, drinking my Baileys and coffee. Oh, wait, Baileys this morning already? Yeah, Baileys and coffee. Do you not know of this combination? I know what Irish coffee is, but like, I didn't think anyone did it that wasn't like a a raging alcoholic. Are you a raging alcoholic? Whoa, hey. (laughs) I don't know people People like that. Sugar and creamer? I add a little bit of Baileys. I only know of. like the the Irish coffee monster that they sell, but I, w- I don't like the taste of coffee, so I don't even bother with it. Oh, and I don't like the I don't really like the taste of energy drinks. So we're on the same page there. <laughs> As John's already making fun of me, you mixed my G Fuel vodka. No, I didn't. Uh, but before I go into the thing I bought, John, uh, everyone, this is JD Bowling hey. from the Red Leaf Retrocast. So JD, why don't you please talk about yourself and express who you are? Oh well, that's me. Uh, I I like to express myself in in words uh mostly in german these days on twitter how about that i did see a lot of german going off and i was like i should google translate this but that's steps so if you're on your phone uh you could there's always a translate button you can hit but you'd have to click on the tweet (laughs) oh well i guess Uh, there is a purpose to it yes so twitter is a hellhole of hellness Yep. In which assholes uh, really, really love arguing with you when you have an opinion uh, that is not theirs. Yes, on anything, I've learned. Anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. If you're a fan of it, there will be assholes that will come into your mentions <laughs> and yeah. get angry at you. I, so, I've learned that from anything. Like I thought it was like limited to like console fanboys, but man, oh, I'm, no. I'm learning about anything from like wrestling to like trucks. I am one yeah. of those assholes. John, John, John's calling me one of the assholes I am. <laughs> so that's a problem and i just got the idea i'm just gonna do everything in german on twitter because i speak it and i, I you know i'm a little rusty of course you know, yeah. not, i don't know if you know this kevin but not a lot of americans know german i tried a whole semester in uh in college once and that was definitely a semester <laughs> like, that's all i can fucking say i tried yeah so <laughs> <laughs> Writing all my crazy opinions in German and, uh, you know, making that extra step for people to truly care is enough to pretty much keep uh, dickheads away because they can't really argue with someone that doesn't speak their language. (laughs) You're not wrong, I guess. (laughs) And if you and if you have all these dickheads blocked, they can't just click the auto translate or log into a second account. They'd have to really go through a lot of a process to then start That's going a to a lot. translator, typing it in, man. Like, it's such a process. And like, oh, it's not even worth it anymore. I've yeah. only been blocked by, like, Ryback. Um, what's that? <laughs> Jason Schreier. And then someone from Giant Bond that I liked, but she, like, blocked me, and I can't remember why. But Oh, uh, yeah. I was really sad about that one. But, yeah, fuck Ryback and Jason Schreier. <laughs> it's okay. He's out of wrestling. It's totally yes. fine. But, yeah, I do a podcast. You were on it for... A few years. A few years. I was, was a, a temporary of... guest. <laughs> temporary guest for a few years. Yeah. yeah, you were a, you were a stalwart. People loved you. Uh, you were a great part of it. I was very happy to have you. I tried. Uh, you were on an episode recently to celebrate our 100th episode. Because we go every two weeks, so it took a while. Yeah, but then you have all the, the other ones in between. So, like, it, when you said 100, I was like, it's been way more than 100. There's no way that's right. Like, Because you have the wrestling in there, the anime mixed in there. Yeah, so it's Red Leaf Retrocast. We do retro gaming, retro anime, 
retro wrestling. And then we do a lot of modern stuff within the episode. So, you know, we can kind of keep up with the times. Uh, yeah, it's basically 100 episodes for all three of them. Uh, it's been a long journey. It's been a lot of fun. Got a lot of a lot of uh, friends that I've met and made along the way. It's good times. That's a wonderful so if you thing. like any of those three topics, it's they, everything comes out like every two weeks. It's very consistent. It is very consistent. There's a lot of content for, like you said, for anything to go. I would have loved to be on anime, but like I've watched one anime in my life, and that's it. So I guess I don't qualify. Well, it's funny is the anime. Yeah, well, yeah, we did do Dragon Ball. The anime podcast is with me, a dude from Brazil, and a dude from Norway. So we all have accents compared to each other. (laughs) That's funny. Pretty odd. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, That those those guys have been the original uh, two since the start as well. Hmm. Very good. So you have all sorts of things. JD also big wrestling guys. Well, you have huge wrestling guy. Huge wrestling guy who tried to get me to watch uh, Stardom. I tried it. I did try Stardom. I just I could not get into it. Follow up on that. What year did I get you to try to watch it? I was still living in that apartment. I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you who the people. A couple years ago, right? It was, and then like I think it's just like, and this happened in New Japan too. It's just very quiet, and I get that's a culture thing. Maybe I'm too like guns toting, burger drinking American, but like there is just it's so quiet, and I get it's a respect thing, it's a culture thing, but like someone does a big crazy move, and I'm expecting everyone to be like, yeah, yeah, but it's just like, oh, that was very nice, very nice. You almost killed yourself. Very good, very good. Like, well, it's yes and no. Like, obviously, the pandemic has yeah. made all crowds just clapping. That's all they're allowed to do yes. now. I think. Well, I, I think I was watching it during then. So maybe that didn't help. So. I I swear I got you to watch something like shortly before that, but it was also when. So something's ha- God cat running bad. <laughs> uh, cats are yeah. Let the cat do what it wants. It's doing his best, you know. Yeah. So my setup here is I got a table, and. There's ju- things to jump on within his range because he can jump like a mad cat. And uh, yeah, okay, now he's settled cats. down. Anyways, yeah. so something's happened with stardom mm-hmm. over the last couple years. And <laughs> they're no longer running those like 150 seat little hell holes mm-hmm. that they're in. They got bought by a major company that's put in a lot of investment into them. The roster has gotten so much better skill wise. They're big stars. Let's see if I can show you like just an entrance from one of the recent shows. Yeah, if you link it, if you link it, I'll pop it on the the screen. Yeah, let me let me pull this up. I I I described. Yeah, I described the entrance Mm -hmm. uh, for their champion as a Castlevania boss. What? (laughs) Yeah. Let me That's pull this up. You know what the other thing is? It was stardom. The belts, I get that their whole gimmick is stardom, but like your belt is a giant star. And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's a little Is that any belt. worse than. Oh, no, it's on the same level. WWE in a it's giant a letter. <laughs> that I always hated those belts. I, I miss the. I always say JBL belt because he's the only time, like the first person I think of with it. But that big fucking belt. Right. That's the one I like. Yeah. And okay, so big, big gold belt, which I, need. I just posted. I just posted in Discord for you. All right, let me see the link for. Uh, oh my god! That how do I even? Let's see. Yep, this was the show from this weekend too. Oh, and it's a Twitter video. That's even better for people. Allow me to just actually let people see it because I think of these things. So like, j- like Japanese wrestling is just like, it's cool. It's very cool. 
and the people and the culture around wrestling in in japan are you playing it i did it was so loud through the speaker i wasn't ready for that (laughs) all right i'll calm down for a second then no this is no there's no audio for it but this is cool well the mute the music is part of the part of the act all right that'll put on very quietly this is a that is a castlevania song you're right who is this (laughs) Uh, the wrestler is Utami Hayashishita. With a fucking Utami, sword. Easy. Jesus Christ. All right, let's go ahead. We... I mean, if you come to the ring with a sword, unless you're... Well, I do like Drew McIntyre. But if you're going to come with a sword, you better mean fucking business. Uh, I just oh, okay. wear that to work. Yeah, I do. So I, except... think that, I think that's actually Aroha's entrance I linked. Ah, that's not even uh, the main person. That's so fucking cool, though, still. I mean, yeah, bring a sword. And if I bring a sword to work, they would be like, you're cutting wire with that, John. That seems excessive. Didn't Drew and Kyrie both have sword? Did Kyrie Sane have a sword? Uh, she had a sailboat uh, telescope wheel. Oh, wheel. She, had, I, she also had a telescope, I think. I miss I, Kyrie she, she had a telescope out. Yeah, Kyrie Hojo. She's from Stardom. Where she's oh, okay. that's where she came from. Well, there you go. What a missed opportunity that was! Like, that is the most WWE thing in the world to be like, we're going to do a pirate themed WrestleMania, and not have Kyrie saying the pirate lady be there. Got it. Like, fuck that company is like, ugh, that company sucks. <laughs> I can't. I tried watching both for a while. I tried watching that in AEW, and I just I can't. I can't do What's it. What's wrong with AEW? No, I can't just watch both. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you watch AEW, you're just like, this other thing is just the fucking worst. It's so... It, oh, like, yeah. It, if you watch anything outside WWE, you're just... You're just... Oh, okay. I guess this is way better. <laughs> even watching Impact. I love Impact. Like, I, I just... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that small arena. Like, people just seem so fucking passionate about what they're doing. I love Impact. Like, guys like Trey Miguel. Zicky Dice is on there. I think Zicky Dice is hilarious. Actually, he was at that show. I, I just saw him. Um, but like watching Moose, Eddie Edwards, like, they're so good. I love everyone in that company, really. Well, I'm Except, glad you like Impact. I, I do. I, it's got its ups and downs. Like the supernatural stuff weirds me out a little bit because I'm like, all right, let's. Uh, <laughs> let's say <laughs> small things make Kev excited. Listen, take that for what you will, because you fucking will. Go to Horny Jail, Dave. Can somebody bonk Dave? I'm going to bonk Dave. You get to block. Everyone goes to horny jail around here, and by that I mean mostly Dane. Go to horny jail. You're not. Oh man, here. don't show don't show him the stardom wrestlers. <laughs> he listen, Every, everyone will go to horny jail. That is that half the reason people watch stardom? No. Okay. Good. Oh, what's a oh no the um the New Japan stuff I watched. It was a G1 climax, I think, and evil. It was one where evil won. Oh. That wasn't the G1, that was the New Japan Cup. That was terrible. Was so do people not like Evil? I think he's cool. No, Evil's awful. Why? He seemed all right. I mean, his name's Evil. That's a pretty bold statement to make. Nah, he's got he's got a stable called the House of Torture. It's uh, it's just nonstop interference. They chuck the ref down. It's it's a whole thing. It's really bad. Is he not married to um, Io Shirai? I, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. I just remember that from NXT. Somebody saying that I was like, what? Like. No, not the elite. So hold on, don't make fun of the elite like that. They actually they have Brandon Cutler, who is the most active like member on that roster, always there for everybody. Cold spraying them down, which they must spend a lot of money on that. 
Uh, <laughs> cold spray. <laughs> my God, there's so much. And Nakazawa breaking laptops every week. Like they're funny. That's the thing. Like that. Like I think the elite are are the perfect amount of like an actual threat and dumb goons. So like I, I mean Brandon Cutler being the cap of AEW that is that's pretty accurate. I haven't broken my nose recently, but you know I get that. I kind of miss his D and D gimmick though. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't miss that. I like the. I like the face mask and the cold spray. Oh, He's sweet. like the most perfect nerd. <laughs> He's so funny, though. Like, I think the Elite is really good, and especially Adam Cole there now, which mm, I love Adam Cole. He was, like, the one person I was sticking around NXT for. I'm like, that's the guy. And then when his contract was going up, I was like, well, that was great. And now I'm like, now I'm a f- especially with the new Well, did you, did you hear what, uh, what the plans were for him if he was going to stay with the Fed? Yeah, be a manager for a heel Keith Lee, which, like... And cut his hair and possibly change his name. What the fuck? Like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, you have this guy who's so good. Be like, I know you're good at that one thing. What if we just said fuck it to all of that and we made you the worst? Like, that's what they do. That is what that company does. They do everything they can to make things worse. They do. Adam Cole and the Young Bucks are one sockless hug away from Georgie. Okay. I don't see the problem with that. Do you? That's fine. I mean, they, I like the, the chin lock with the little kiss on the cheek thing. Like... That's like the if they do a best friends versus versus the the super click match and oh it's do fantastic the hug, the hug spot versus the kiss and like I can only imagine the fucking match of the year contention <laughs> oh uh, and Dave's asking what the fuck is Bearcat so I think I read this right I don't remember the the actual wrestler's name but Keith Lee's paying homage to some old wrestler um Bear who went by the name Bearcat yeah I yeah it's it's name. yes it's an it's a old African American wrestler. Bearcat, he's paying like just because someone's paying homage to something doesn't still make it okay. It's still a dumb name, and I guarantee the, <laughs> the process was: what if he's 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 a big like a bear, and he can move like a cat? He's a bear cat. Oh, I love it, brother. <laughs> I mean, I, I I absolutely get it, but I from what I understand or what I read, it was Keith Lee's idea. That's fine. So. It's still bad. Bear Kitten would be a better name because if Keith Lee came out and was like Bear Kitten, I'd be like, oh, that's adorable. He's going to murder somebody. <laughs> but um, the so wrestling cool. thing. The, OK, so uh, just a, just some plugs here. The wrestling yes. thing is something I'm very proud of. Uh, it's really come into its own thing. And the whole Patreon I started is focused around that mm-hmm. uh, with the wrestling. Do a lot of women's wrestling. It's uh Women's wrestling to me is very fascinating, and I've done a lot of uh, research and watch a whole lot. And women's wrestling right now is such an, a fascinating topic because over in Japan, there's the company Stardom that's growing a lot. Uh, you could actually pull up stats, and it's really on the brink of being the number two promotion in the whole country. Is it not owned by New Japan? It's owned by the same company that owns oh, New Japan. Okay. I understand. That. Uh, they're still two completely different entities. Oh, that's good. Because like, I, yeah. it's, I don't want them to overlap too much. No, 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 no. That's uh, Queen of the Ring. Oh, you mean Queen's Crown? Okay, hold that. Hold that thought. I got thoughts over that. <laughs> oh no, well, we haven't even gotten to the what we've been playing part. But the whole listen, the wrestling is going to be very heavy in this episode. I'm gonna warn you now, Dame, because I think Dame's <laughs> a WWE at least viewer. I don't know if I was gonna say guy. 
but he definitely knows. Look, I won't there. shit on I won't shit on anyone's fandom. I'll just give my opinions over why yeah. I think that company's terrible. That's the exact same <laughs> and, thing. And well, no, the Queen's Crown's a great example of why it's bad. Okay, all right. So I won't shit on it, but anyways, women's wrestling is very much in the want right now, mm-hmm. and you you definitely see it. It's like every company in the West wants to start a good women's division and people want good women's wrestling. And the difference is Japan, their training makes it so much better and it's on the rise for the first time in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And in the West, the problem is the skill level doesn't quite match people's demand. And it's a very, it's a very interesting topic and tough because when you criticize women's wrestling, mm-hmm. you get really reamed about it, especially online. Well, cause you're not like, allowed he- yeah, people assume you're sexist immediately. Oh, it's yeah, it's bad. Or okay. uh, in J- in Japan's case, uh, a lot of the older women's wrestlers that are in their like 40s and 50s and broken down, uh, they're still putting themselves over. So it's everything's a Goldberg situation, you could Goldberg. say. Yep. And that's been a that's been an issue for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And stardom doesn't have any of those people, and that's kind of like a tri- that attributes to some of their some of their growth and. Just one of many other factors. Now, cut to WWE and the Queen's Crown, where, I mean, just, <laughs> just think about this from the perspective. You're going to have a women's tournament culminate in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, about that. Um, like, <laughs> the phrase alone yeah, doesn't doesn't work. No. Um, and what Dame's saying, I think the skill level's up there, but the booking doesn't allow it. Yes and no. Um just like from what I've seen, because again, I'm still like I would say in the short term, very new to like getting back into wrestling. Mm-hmm. You have to like the majority of pro wrestlers like are men, and like you just kind of have to work with what you have. Like if you have like a 80 20 split of men to women on your roster, like you're gonna have more guys matches. Like I think that's just what it is. But like you know, they're not gonna get better over time. Like AEW's big criticism for a while was like. They're giving the women no time, and I'm like, well, if oh, not it's still it's pe- still the criticism. Don't yeah. don't you worry. <laughs> no, if they if they don't if they're not ready for live TV every week, like you're not gonna put them out there. Would you rather them go out there put on a shitty match or like wait till they're ready? Like I think on dark, there's way more women's matches than like dynamite. But they're also- yeah, but there are two minute squash matches which do nothing for development. No, but like I, I I'm not seeing what's going on backstage, so I don't know. But like I love Anna J. I think Anna J's you know, pretty decent. I love Ty, uh, what's her name? Ty Conti. I think she's great. Britt Baker, love her. Even if she's not the greatest wrestler, I think her character is fucking awesome. Um, I think Nia Jackson and Nyla Rose are both just disasters, personally. But that's me. Have you, so I like, I like, I'm a stats guy. I'm an engineer. I like my numbers. You do love stats. I, 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 I don't know if you've seen uh, just something I've kept up with all year. It takes like two seconds to actually put this together. Uh, but I have kept up with uh, uh, like women's wrestling stats and uh, various like ring times. Here's uh, here's one of them. I'll post for you, yes. Evan. In the Discord. There you go. And by Dame, what I mean by that is uh, Dame saying, well, for example, SmackDown had two matches that could have been amazing, but they were both literally under five minutes and awful. Um, they were I under two and a half ones. minutes. I don't know which ones they were. But I would be open to seeing that. Like, so to, one was one was Tony Storm mm-hmm. versus oh, Zelina Vega, she, which I saw she lost. 
by the yes, way. Yes, Tony Storm lost because and and there's discourse behind it be behind the fact that uh she came out as bisexual and they okay. had to beat her because they're going to Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. or they never pushed her from the from the start and they see nothing in her. How which do you is not see baffling to Tony Storm? Well, they gave her a bad gimmick. What's her gimmick now other than being Tony Storm and a badass? They made her this like 80s rock chick. Cuz he really cuz Vince yeah. saw one fucking guitar and he was like you like rock and roll. We're going all in with this. Like Yeah. Uh she she is a former stardom champion. She has all these accolades. She puts she's one of the better women's wrestlers outside like non-Japanese, you could mm-hmm. say, in the world and they you like if you told me she pooped in Vince McMahon's shoes, I'd believe you. The way she's with the Randy, way she's booked. Randy Orton but she lost bags. <laughs> That's how you got yeah. to the top. <laughs> and then and then the other match was Carmella versus Liv Morgan, a match you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've never seen it. That has not happened. Never. Not once. So, yeah, you, you have the stats pulled up right now, yeah. and that's just kind of the perspective over uh, how, mu- how much a match on a show will be given women's uh, the w- given time. Oh, Rampage. I was like, I couldn't see my mic was in there. I didn't see what this like dot right here just started and Rampage went down. Then it's coming back up a little. So. Well, that's going to go down a little bit because they just had a match that went a minute 30. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Damon saying, you think Liv should have won that? I don't know. Again, I have not been keeping up with Raw and SmackDown really at all or NXT, but I just remember Liv's comeback being like this big hype thing, almost like an Emelina situation. And then just like. They made her up. a lesbian, Kev. <laughs> not really, though. And then like, they just kind of were like, nah, never mind about that. Like. Yeah, no, she'll she'll never be pushed. It's not even worth getting invested in. It's it's a waste of time. Wait a minute. Okay, so Raw's actually on the on the rise here. Yeah. So, well, that's total of the year, and Raw is a three hour show. So that's something that's, to that's you know keep so in context. Right behind is Dynamite. Like not right behind. Uh, right no, that's NXT. This one right here. Yeah, I'm colorblind. What do I know? Oh, you're right. Okay, and then we got oh in ring. This is just women, right? Yeah, that was women. And that's each show as a whole. That ain't that. I mean, again, well, you Raw, notice Rampage has as much minutes as SmackDown. <laughs> yes. I will say, I do think Impact's women division is very good. Like, it's not. I think it, I think it <laughs> it's is. It's like the most overrated thing in the world. I don't know. I love Jordan Grace personally. Like, Jordan Grace makes me want to get jacked. She, she's, she's, she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's all right. I don't know. I love her to death. Um, like the whole the whole purpose of those stats is to it's it's to mostly show how much ebbs and flows to and a trend of how you can see women are given time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can attribute to the skill level getting better. But the one common factor throughout it all is they're all booked like crap. Yeah. Like Even if you take the skill level away, you can still make a good women's division with good booking. Mm-hmm. And. They none of them do that. Not a single promotion. They all have a flaw, a major, major, major flaw in some way. Uh, so, yeah, lots of lots of fun. <laughs> I do. I do think. Um, <laughs> John Sonda. Oh, my God. All right, John, listen, I get we're very handsome. I know ja- wrestling is not a John thing. And it's weird that he's even saying they're talking Japanese to me right now. Not wrong, because, again, we're talking about Japanese wrestling. 
but I'm well there is a lot of games that come out of Japan too there are talking about video games wonderful transition because I want to know what you've been playing so I everything I I've been playing two games mostly uh besides the podcast games Mm -hmm. obviously obviously Red Leaf Retrocast retro gaming in fact recording right after this yeah I woke you up early about that my bad (laughs) that's fine I, I need to get my caffeine ready go on though I was playing uh, Deltarune Chapter 2. How is that? How is all that? Because I've never been an Undertale guy. Did you try Deltarune Chapter 1 at no. all? So my not. so before you even go off on it, I didn't even play Undertale because when Undertale came out, I heard so much about it, I feel like I played that game. So like I just... Never even bothered to try. Like, I knew every in and out of that game. I knew all the secrets with, like, the files on your PC. I was like, okay, I get it. You know? So I never bothered, but go on. So you're very familiar with Undertale because it was, it was like a pop culture game, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, yes. Deltarune Chapter 1 was, it functioned as a a teaser. I, I believe the creator just kind of made it in his free time, and it just, it was got so much positive feedback, he decided to just continue making it as a game. Mm-hmm. And chapter one functioned as just that teaser inter- introduction. It was like a three-hour teaser, if you will. And it ends, and it, it could have had an ending right there, and right. he decided to just continue on. Chapter two came out. And it's another, like, three, four-hour experience. It's a... Conti- they, he He continued it quite well and made an uh, what feels like a whole new universe but it works in the function of the story and the gameplay is all the same you can do a pacifist run a genocide run uh you got a lot of new mechanics that i think make the gameplay a little easier a little bit more fun fair the humor's still there the characters are still there uh it has been I think three years since chapter one came out, something like that. So I didn't quite, they both just came out though. No, three years passes uh, quick, Kevin. (laughs) I'm old, dude. What do I know? (laughs) Like when I turned 29, time lost all meaning. (laughs) It just did. I mean, like, I I feel like, like the last two years almost never happened. Like while so much happened in my life in those two years, I'm just like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, like, you bought a house and a pandemic hit. I also I bought a house and I still got a wall of paint, which I thought I was going to do with this layoff period, but life changed and I'm working already. So this wall is never nah. getting painted. That's why I wanted never the green paint, screen. Never back paint up. the wall until you move. Well, I was going to put the green screen back up, but I took a Twitter poll and it was an astoundingly like, don't fucking put it back up. So I was like, all right, fucking yeah, no green screen. Get rid of that yeah, shit. It's, all, it's, it's just hanging out right there. But so is it a sequel to Undertale or is it like unrelated and only related in like a gameplay sense? It's in the same universe, I would say. It's okay. not a sequel per se. Fair. But I'm very excited to to hear that Delta Rune chapter three, four, five, they're all gonna come out at the same time, and then you'll be able to buy all all of them in the same package. That's exactly how I'll handle it, just like Life is Strange. Yeah. I I mean, I enjoy it. I definitely recommend it. And then uh, Metroid Dread came out on Friday. Yeah. The big one. So yeah, needless to say, I haven't been buying a lot of new games in 2021. No, there hasn't been a lot until, like, right fucking now, everything's coming out. Well, there has been 
but on consoles that don't exist. <laughs> well, I mean, every every redacted console release has also come out on PS4, I feel like, so. Except for, like, Ratchet. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad, though, at all these companies, at these two companies. I know it's not totally their fault, but they're not really doing anything to help. No. Help the matter. Like, you know me, I'm a big Ratchet and Clank fan. That's that's enough reason for me to buy a console. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Uh, Returnal, I played I played at a buddy's house. That game rules. So two games. Uh, well, I have Hitman. I have Hitman Three. Uh, PS Five. Yeah, but I'm not buying it on PS Four. When the well, new gen a... comes out, I'm not buying on the old gen. I, won't I get do it. that, but but it's like if I can and I cannot drop five hundred dollars on a system, like I'll, I'll get last gen's release. But here's like... the thing: I was so excited for new, for the next gen. It was it felt like time. I saved up the money, Kevin. I've had the money in a little clip a year before the PS5 came out, and now it's a year after, and I still have that clip. Listen, like, it's waiting to be spent in twenty twenty three when these consoles are finally released. You're gonna have a great time. Ah. Uh, so frustrating it is absolutely and i'm so frustrated about it. i'm like i'm not i'm just not gonna buy the games and by the time maybe i eventually get a ps5 all those games i wanted are half the price and i can mm-hmm. just buy them all immediately <laughs> right well that is, that is kind of an issue like i i do want a ps5 but i with the lack of the like supply and the very few number of games that are like only on that like i am just i am waiting for a reason to, to want a ps5 like, I mean, I have my reason. Ratchet. Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Hitman 3. Like, I have already, already four games that I could play on that. I'm like and a four-game like minimum. Gen. Like, four games I need to buy, to, like, justify buying a system. Like, as much as I would love to play Ninja Golf on Atari 7800, I, that's one game, you know? Ninja <laughs> Golf is a, a deep cool. cut. Ninja Golf is Cover- cool. Covered that on the podcast, I believe. It's so fucking good. It's such a <laughs> dumb game, but like, like Mario Golf needs to add Ninja Golf mode, and then we'll be there. Um, does John ask, do you have four games on playing N64? Yes, my favorite console. Um, <laughs> kind of, but the thing is, like, Jeff Force Gemini is on, on 316 Game Pass. Um, well, now it is. At when, the time, it wasn't. It wasn't, but now, like, I, listen, there was a time for the N64. It's no longer here. Winback, uh, which I learned was on PS2 randomly. I didn't know that, so I bought the PS2 yes. version. Yeah, it's fucking good, and it's weird, but I like it. Um, Goldeneye, I used to be, but then, like, once you learn about Perfect Dark, you're like, fuck this game. Oh, man. We just covered Goldeneye on the on the 100th episode. We all <laughs> had kind of the opinion. I had words. By the way, you can feel free to drop a link to that episode in the chat. Like, go nuts. Everyone can fucking All right. find that. What are, like, four games on N64? Like, maybe Rocket Robot on Wheels. Okay, there's one, because that game's kind of cool. I Sucker Punch or Insomniac did that. I always get them mixed up. Um, but, like, no. I, I genuinely don't think there's four N64 games that are, like, exclusive. Like, maybe Pokemon Puzzle League, but that's Tetris Attack. I could play that, like, in so many places. Uh, I I can't, <laughs> honestly. I don't know. Like, even Pokemon Stadium, it's just, like, I can you play that anywhere else. Superman's exclusive. Fuck. Okay, right. Forgot about Superman 64. <laughs> Shit. Touche. Oh, Nailed it. He got me there. He got, he got you. He got you. <laughs> what else? Like, Rayman 2 is on everything that, like, has buttons, I feel like. 
I don't know. I honestly, like, I'm not even doing a meme now. I'm trying to think of four games only. Maybe Iggy's, I mean, right, Iggy's Wrecking Balls. That's a good one. I mean, Super Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie. So Super Mario 64 is on the Switch now, so I don't need that anymore. Banjo's yeah, but you're also... talking you're talking like 30 years, 25 yeah, years but, but after. I'm saying, I'm saying now, in today's day and age. But, like, I, I've even said, back when I had an N64, I was like, this controller is fucking weird. And I was a kid. Like, people always say, you love what you grew up weird. with. But, like, the second I got a PS1, I was like, I don't need that. Like, I'm good. I do need three hands. Or you could just put the left stick right between your thighs, you know, just put it up there. Anyway. Um, I mean, by your definition, getting an NES is a waste of time because Switch Online exists now. No, Switch Online's bad. That's the difference. But, <laughs> but the game, the ga- like, most of the games that you want are out on Switch Online. I, would, I don't even know if it's your definition. That's your definition. But I'm actually thinking about it. like I don't know if most of the games I want are on there. <laughs> like there's so many like, but like, so that's we've done this this little rant before. But like my stance on emulation is if there's no way to legally access a game on the current gen hardware, not like the Wii U. The Wii U's old now. So like if I can't play it on your current gen system, I'm allowed to to emulate it. Like you're not making money off it anymore. Like, so who's losing money? If I buy it from a game store, they lose money. But, like, the publisher doesn't get it still. So, like, it's no different to me. Or, I don't know, but that's my stance on it. So, like, I'll emulate it, I guess. I don't know. I need those things to be better. Uh, many of the best. WCW anyway, versus NWO Revenge. Yeah. WWF No Mercy. Uh, I'll, no, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Before I'm going to read Johnson. I got words on those, actually. Uh, many of the best NES and SNES games were licensed IPs. Yes, they were. That's also a problem, which is game companies need to be better. But going to those wrestling games on N64, this is a bold take, but you've played one, <laughs> you played them all. And I will stand by that. They all use the same well, goddamn engine. It's yeah, the Aki engine, yeah. Yeah, it's a different coat of paint. It's a good engine. Great engine. In fact, it's so good, they're going to use it in the AEW game or like some modified well, updated version of it. Th- yeah, they're going to they're gonna use some variation on it, even yeah. inspired by it. Right, but like... I, I, I get people love No Mercy, and I, I like I will say it, I have not played it, but from what I've seen of it, it's and WCW NWO with like that. Uh, N64 wrestling games are better than 2K18. Yeah, I would, oh, that's I, a low bar. <laughs> I, I would give you that specifically on Switch down or just in general. Like, it's um actually speaking of games, not to well first of all, have you is that everything you've been playing or no? Oh, me? I mean, I got a lot to say over Metroid Dread because there's some controversy over that game that's out. All right. So before you do that, I need you to spend $10 and play action arcade wrestling on the current gen systems. I don't know if you've played it, but it's 10 bucks. It's like a really basic wrestling game, like basic modes, nothing too crazy. But the, the, the creative engine on that is wild. Like people have made all your favorite wrestlers that you can think of pretty much. But the movesets are so dumb. Like, the Undertaker doing a Canadian Destroyer and then shooting, like, a laser out of his mouth. Like, kind of dumb stuff. Yeah, what's the problem? I don't see the issue with that. Nope, that's real. That's how it happened. Real wrestling. It's the best 10 bucks I've ever spent on a wrestling game. So. And all these creator wrestlers are online that you can just download? Yeah. Um, but because it's such a basic game, I'm going to warn you now. The menus look like they were done in Microsoft Word. Um, two, oh, when I you see. download wrestlers, they don't alphabetize. So it only goes in the order you downloaded them. It kind of makes Uh-oh. it annoying to find them, but like for ten bucks, I'm like, look, this is pretty funny. So it's, pre- <laughs> it's worth it. Um, but the it game, sound, plays- it sounds, it sounds like that old WWF arcade game. 
Kind of. Um, that yeah. that's Retromania. That one I wanted, but I I still cannot get down with the Fire Pro um, control scheme, which mm. that kind of uses. But that's a that's, that's a bummer. Thing. So it's a bummer uh, for you. Yeah. It is a bummer <laughs> for me. Uh, dread controversy though. Like what what controversy is there? So Metroid Dread came out, and the big gimmick of the game is there's like crazy awesome robots after you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And <laughs> you have zero chance against the robots. That's the shtick. So you have to run away. Yes. And if they catch you, you're 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 done. Like forget mm-hmm. it. So you die a lot because right. if you mess up, you're dead. So it's one of those. It's it's <laughs> in the sense that it's the hardest Metroid game yet, and it's leaving players frustrated. Because a lot of kids are getting Metroid Dread and whatnot. So oh. it's not like Dark Souls. Well, it's... it's a hard game. It has to be like Dark Souls. That's that's gaming journalism number one. <laughs> so, like, I'm not having a hard time with it. It's just you just accept that if you mess up, you're going to die. And then it kind of puts you right back where you were. It's not a big deal. It's very quick. The controls are still tight and intuitive. Me- I, like I can't recommend Metroid Dread enough, and it's mm-hmm. getting rave reviews too. It's just they they put a spin different than your usual Metroid to make it unique from the other Metroids you played. And it's if you ever played uh, the Return of Samus remake, I have not, but I know on the 3ds about it. Yeah, it's basically that same engine, same style. Uh, there's not much totally different from there. But the robot gimmick is leaving some players that are so ingrained with that Metroid 2D formula mm-hmm. that it's really throwing them off. And the the whole idea of the challenge isn't the Metroid tra- challenge. Because the Metroid challenge is just kind of uh, keeping your life up while roaming around trying to find the right path to the next area until you get your gadget. Like, that's okay. that formula, right? This one now... It's not, I wouldn't say it's more linear. I I still need to play a little bit more. But when you get to a certain area, the robot will just kind of pop in out of nowhere and be like, I found you, bitch. And you got to (laughs) run. Is it, is it scripted every time where the the robot pops out? Or is it like, does it seem kind of like, I I don't know if it's scripted yet. I, again, I haven't played it enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even if it is, I don't think it matters. No. Because then, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Because, because, if it's scripted, then you can anticipate like this area is where the robot is kind of roaming. Okay. So John says the robots are specific areas. So okay. All right. Is it like, it's going back to Metroid two, when you had to find the, the actual Metroids to flight, is it more like that? Like the robots are like, kind of like the Metroids or. Yeah, kind of. Uh, okay. but the, I, yeah. Cause the Metroids would fuck you up if you didn't have the right arsenal with them. And, in this sense, the robots are ju- they're just stronger. You have no shot against them. So you the idea is run, run the fuck away. And it, it gives you the sense of dread. Oh, how about oh, that? Oh, the name. Uh, I went there. <laughs> Bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing puns. What are you talking about? Dad jokes. Where's my dad belt clip? I can't find it now. Damn it. Oh, well. But playing Metroid Dread really want makes me want to consider getting Return of Samus now because I totally skipped over that game. I played like a little bit of it. I'm like, okay, you know, it's a Metroid game on 3DS. 
but this is made so well and you go back and see the return of samus reviews you're like okay this did get good reviews totally went over my head it got good reviews but i know it's controversial because of the thing i just said like oh if your game's not available you know but like am2r is so good that i almost like don't want to play metroid returns or samus returns because like mm-hmm. one of these products is so superior in my opinion that like i i why would i spend money on the thing and again you should support the official release i get that but don't i think like, i also don't feel obligated to support things if a better cheaper slash free option is out there like i want nintendo to do that good of a game you know it's like it's it's good this is like better so I mean, obviously. Do what does that have to do with Samus Returns on the 3DS? Is the fact that it's now well, now there's Met- a better a better Metroid on the Switch? Well, no, no, no. So like, so what I'm saying with Metroid Two, like AM2R is like just a better Metroid Two, where Samus Returns is a remake of Metroid Two. So like, you have two Metroid Twos. One's official, one's unofficial, and this one's just like a little better. That's all. I'm telling you to try that. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm telling you. I I mean I just have a gut feeling that. You know, maybe six months from now, Samus Returns is going to come out on the Switch. <laughs> uh, that would be cool, actually. And that would be cool, because I don't have it on the 3DS, and now I kind of want this game. Uh, you didn't play the official one, Kev? You can't say M2R is better. You're, uh, that's that's a fair point. Uh, <laughs> all right, you got me there, but, like, one was just, okay, one was just looks so much better than the other. So I played AM2R, AM2R, I can't use words. But, like, that one just seems so much more fun. I don't know. I like the artwork. I like the gameplay. So, uh, you know what? Fair. But I also don't pick up my 3DS anymore. So, what do I know? Anyway. Mm. There's that. That's a shame. I, it's just... It's hard for me to play handhelds. Awesome. It's just hard for me to play handhelds. Like, when I'm home, I want to play my consoles. The the game experience is just more immersive. And, like, when I'm out and about, carrying around a handheld now is just so fucking clunky. So... There's that. No, well, why like, people carry around giant phones in their pockets all the time? But I like to carry around my like my phone's pretty big and like a, a thing now. It's like that's a lot <laughs> to carry, and I only. Have well, so leave much. the phone. Leave the, hey, hey solution. Leave the phone at home and take your 3ds with you instead. Well, Tina would what could possibly go wrong? Tina would be mad at me. I can't do that. <laughs> what if she needs me to kill a spider? Which is why aren't you returning to- my phone calls? I because I left the phone at home. Duh. I would let the phone at home to play games, babe. I don't even call her that. So she'd be like, who the fuck are you calling that? Hey, I left my phone at home. What are you talking about, Dame? I'm over here. I think if I left my phone at home, because, like, not to sound like a goddamn millennial, but I... See, I agree with, I agree with John here. You should get a pager. Absolutely. Put like it on I your think... hip, too. I might just change my phone, like, text noise to be, like, the most obnoxious. Remember the Nextel beep? Maybe I'll do that and just annoy the shit out of everybody. There's got to be a little Nextel app beep thing, right? Now, what you should definitely do is get a printer with a fax number still okay. on it. Okay, all right, I'm in. Yes, I will do that. So That's uh, the way to go. I am not doing that. Uh, so, <laughs> is, so is Metroid Dread worth it? I'd say 100%. It's, one of, the game of the, it's one of the games of the year, without a question. Uh, don't, be, don't be off-put by people getting mad that the game is a bit more challenging in a in the in a different sense from the usual metroid like i said it's it's a twist on the metroid formula that creates something new and that's really all i asked for in many sequels and it's a direct sequel from the fusion series 
Well, yeah. So John's saying there's no handholding, so people are bitching. Uh, as somebody who uses a guide when they're stuck in games, look at a fucking guide if you're stuck. Like I'm an adult, I got things to do. People drag yeah. me all the time. I got shit to do. So well, there is. I mean, we've talked about this on many a podcast episode where there is such thing as bad direction in yeah, games. And if you need is. a guide because you just don't know what direction to even begin to go, that's a problem. <laughs> well, that that is a problem. And I feel like, I know John's going to get mad at me, but like I feel like the old RE games are really bad at telling you what to do. That's a personal opinion, but like I'm playing the... A couple, a couple of them are, yeah. Yeah, so I'm playing the remake yeah. of RE2 and just almost everything I've ever had a problem with those games is fixed. Like... Like, yes, that's why yeah. it's really good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's making me fall in love with the series again. Like, yeah, do not play Code Veronica. That game is. Uh, I I did. And yeah. I don't want to make you angrier. Less, yeah, uh, less than ideal. As he said, Kev wants the devs to whisper in his ear what to do. I don't like when it's too, too directiony. Because like when I just played Halo Three ODST, like the beginning of that game is a like. Here's the visor. Go over to this tab. This tab, you tell me, I'm like, I want to play Halo. Fuck out of here. Like, there's got to be a oh, balance. When, when a fucking menu comes up, like, every 10 steps. <laughs> Damn. Like, it's so, that is annoying. So, I don't I don't want to be too <laughs> handheld. But, like, I, I still say there is some weird, like, ego thing people have. Where, like, if I buy this strategy guide, it's okay to use. But if you look something up on the internet of what to do, you're a quitter. Like... I mean, I did buy a book. Fuck me, you know? That sounds like some elitist behavior it, it, there. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It kind of is. But, like, look, if I, I'm an adult. I have shit to do. I have limited time to play. I got to fucking go, you know? I'll, I'll how a couple dare shots. you figure out how to play Castlevania 2 when you didn't buy Nintendo Power? Yeah, like, there's, there's a bunch of games that I feel like are too obscure. Are there some games, admittedly, <laughs> I'm just like, I could probably figure this out if I sat and looked at it, but, like, I just want to move on. One, because, like, I got I got a stream to do, probably. I want to keep this fucking going. It said me going, what do for a half hour? Well, it's a, new, it's a new culture in gaming. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with evolution of how people play. And it's up to the... It is it is up to the game developers to keep up. Yes. And I, I will... I If people want to play on, like, easy, go nuts. Whatever makes it fun for you, you know? Dude, I, I am all about easy mode these days. Yeah. You, want, just, you want... Okay. This is on. fucking great. Any anyone who disses easy mode, like I have found a new joy in life playing games on easy mode. Here's why, mm-hmm. okay. So, and it's not even the sense that I don't want a challenge because I do like a challenge. But man, when I was playing fucking Dead Space, <laughs> the so act of being so powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's cool sometimes. Like. <laughs> If it works for you, do it. Like, I heard people doing that with Far Cry 6. Like, the game just has, like, such a good feel when you get a headshot. So people are just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, let me Yes, there, 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 is, there is a, like, oh, man. The, and there's, there's also certain games where the challenge is just too much for my skill level. And we've had this conversation, Kevin, many, many a times. I love the Dark Souls series. I love, uh, I, I love those kinds of games, but I always reach a point in every single one of those games where no matter how much I practice or try, I can't get further. And I wish, yeah, I had that issue. Yeah. And, and then you go, OK, I really want to continue playing, but I 
like we're in 2020 we're in the post 2020 world i don't need nintendo hard in 2020 right you know <laughs> I i'd love to complete the game that i in, have enjoyed playing so um john saying that's why you get a summon to help in dark souls the problem is you're relying on the the hope that the summon you get because there's no choice to it from what i understand from dark souls at least no, not no that choice. i figured out because me and my buddy were trying to actually like figure out how to get in each other's worlds and we couldn't. But like you just have to hope somebody is fucking willing to do the thing you want to do and not run off like an asshole. Like like in Borderlands, um, I was stuck in a part and I was like, oh, let me go online to like get some help. And the yeah, you also have you was, also have to have like PS Plus and all that stuff on top right. of it all. So like yeah. the guy I paired with was just like, nah, fuck this. I know I joined your game, which in my mind would be like that means you want to do what I want to do. But the guy in my game was like, what if I just fucking did whatever I'm going to do over here? And then, like, no. Like, no, that's I don't find that I'll tell you one, one Dark Souls experience I had. Uh, <laughs> actually, this happened a lot. Was I was uh, playing Dark Souls 3, mm-hmm. and I was try- I couldn't get past uh, one of these bosses. I mean, that's, that's par for the course. And I summoned two guys, and they both decided to fuck around and spam random shit all the time it did not help at all and then i ran out of the things in order to uh or no was that that did happen in dark souls 3 and you run out of summons in oh what was it what is that game called it was the it was the new like ninja one oh um sekiro sekiro yeah say oh man it's just i adored sekiro just couldn't couldn't get further so John was saying you can only summon in a specific area and they can't run off too far, but like, yeah, but fu- it's still up to them if they even yeah. want to comply. <laughs> right. So I went, I had water going down the wrong pipe. I'm going to try not to cough, but uh, that's a bummer. I do that it all the time. Happen. I don't know how to do basic human functions. I've learned. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you're going through some dread right now. Oh my God. Listen, I, I think <laughs> I choke in my own spit at least once a day. Um, <laughs> That's just you know when it rains, I just can't help but look up and oh, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking turkey. <laughs> do turkeys really do that? I actually don't know. Yeah, they fucking drown themselves. <laughs> fucking turkeys are dumbasses. In my in my home state, we have an abundance of deer and turkeys, and they're all oh dicks. They just love like I know a car's coming, but this is my moment to cross the road. So, is what oh it boy. is. Boy. Um, so, and he, so John's even saying, whenever you play with randoms, they usually troll. That's my, my experience with any online game, depending on the game. But again, like, that's why I can't rely on those people. I don't do co-op with people that I don't fucking know. That's like a rule I have. Like, I don't know you, no co-op. It's even Fortnite, Apex, Warzone. Like, those people are just like, I know we're a team, gonna not do that. I'm like, then why the fuck did you join a team game? Like, <laughs> I just, I don't get it. Um, cause people anyway. have more fun trolling. They are. So is that everything you've been playing? God, yeah, that's the main. Yeah, that's the main two: Dread and uh, Delta Rune Chapter Two. Yeah, sure. Uh, Kevin and I, Dark Souls best stream ever. No, I'm not. I've played every Dark Souls game and I fucking hated them all. Like, no, I'm not doing it. You even sent me one. I hated it. <sighs> so there's that. All right, what have I been playing? Um, so we'll start with um, the older back. Uh, Hello, Chase. By the way, um, I played Hagane. On the Super Nintendo, and by that I mean on my phone. because uh, Oh, I hope I'm familiar. Xbox controller. Yeah, I used save states. Not going to act like I didn't. That game is fucking good. Um, it's really hard, though. It's super hard, which is why I use save states. But, like, once you get in the flow of that game, 
like the the movement, the way Haganah. His name is Haganah, right? I'm just assuming. Sure. I'm, gonna, I'm assuming the Doesn't ninja matter. guy is moving. That game just the you can call game, Jeff if you want. I don't care. Jeff the ninja moves so <laughs> fluid, and like the combat is good. The the just everything in that game is fucking good. It's just a shame that like there is no legal way to play that game, which sucks. Which is why I say emulate things. Um, which is not on the Super Nintendo service, as we talked about. So, like, not every game is on there, clearly. Man, Hagane is good. Um, I would Hagane, maybe... the final conflict. Yeah, it's it's fucking good. I remember there used to be that little, like, not, like, I almost want to call it a life hack of taking the tabs out of your Super Nintendo buying a PAL copy. But even that's, like, a hundred-something dollars now. So, man, I just, why are games so hard to fucking get access to? You know? I know, yeah, John plays. I've been playing a lot of modern games, and that's a fault of Game Pass. So I'm trying to play more old games. I made an active effort um, to go out of order. I also played Michael Jackson's Moonwalker on oh, boy. Friday. Yeah, I played that recently for the podcast. All right. I want to know your thoughts on it before I say what I'll say. <sighs> Let's see. How long ago was that? That was uh, ni- episode 92 back in May Celebrity Games. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like it's an interesting concept. It's got a very weird way of going about just it, it's it suffers from a lot of uh, issues that games back then had where it was it's it's in that layout of a world or a level, I should say mm-hmm. level stage where it's just things are randomly on a single platforming area. Mm-hmm. There's no rhyme or reason to it all. And you have to yeah. open every single fucking door. And if you miss one kid, because Michael Jackson has to save the kids, that's not a you know, that's not a problem yeah, at all. Not weird at all, right? No, nothing no, weird no, here. Not... Just a guy saving children. <laughs> Just a guy saving children, breakdancing and grabbing his nuts. It's fine. Yes, obviously, nothing <laughs> weird. It's um, I had that issue though that you're exactly saying. Yeah, the the mechanics are wacky. The input is very wacky. It's it's a wacky game. It, it's a very weird fucking game. Um, I think we gave it. I think we all gave it like a C. So I, I, so I was doing the tier list, but then like people got like too specific of like how I'm ranking games. Like, oh, you're saying this game's better than that. So I've done a new uh, ranking system I'm trying out, which I'm going to show everybody in case you're not following me on Twitter, which you, sh- which you shouldn't because I'm garbage. Um, I've now made a dual line graph of good and bad because like a bad game can be fun. And a good game could be True. not fun, as specified here by Fallout New Vegas. It's a good game. I recognize it's um, it's a good game, but like I did not have fun at all playing it. Okay. Like, and actually, I even think this is generous. I'd probably move it down here because both times I streamed it, I got stuck in landscape. Like, so I don't even know if that qualifies as a good game. Um, but mm. I like you know it's okay. So you might notice I put Michael Jackson's Moonwalker almost in the center here, because. Up to World 4, I was having a great time with that game. I was like, okay, whatever. Search your car, search your closets, find the kid. You know, it's fun to watch Michael, like, kick fairy dust. And is, World fu- is World 4 the one with the trunks and all that? The car trunks? <sighs> no, I think that was 2. 4 was the caves. Um, which I, Oh, I yes, yes, so yes, yes. the caves suck because now the game added this thing where there's rooms. And now you have to not only search this overworld... And then now you have to also go into rooms and make sure you check every room for the kids. But some of these rooms are also only available if you do a little spin. So you have to find these rooms now, spin, go in the room, hope there's a kid there, 
And if there's not, okay, now I got to go back. The problem is all the rooms also look the same. All the rooms look the same. And it's just the layout sucks. And I eventually got to the point where I was looking up a map to find out what rooms the kids are in. Because I was like, oh, it's atrocious. So bad. And then World 5 is a fucking... The enemy lair, which has, like... This is where what well, I always say a common phrase that I know John also hates that if it wasn't an RPG, games before the PS1 were not meant to be fucking beaten. And this is where the developers I can feel went, what if they get the world five and they beat the game? Then what do they do? Like Then they wouldn't want to continue playing it. <laughs> dude, it's fucking lasers, enemies with guns. Like there was one boss fight, I think I was stuck on it for like a good hour Friday, where there's two off-screen lasers shooting down at an angle. And, like, I can't see where they are. I can't tell they're charging up, and they take away a third of your life. And the boss fight in this area was also three guys with laser guns that take away a third of your life. It was so fucking bad. I was having so much fun in that game until that, like, World 4. And that game went from, like, fun to, like, obviously you can see right in the middle. So a majority of that game is fun, but the fucking ending is just so bad. I had a tough time just getting into the general gameplay yeah. at all. I get it. But it's it's a very unique and wacky game. Uh, but also, it suffers from what a lot of them do back then. Because, well, the, the true reason why they made it hard mm-hmm. was arcade. There's two, there's, two, there's two slots to that. Arcade right. games were still popular and still selling. They were trying to make an arcade-like experience. Right. And the other one was... Didn't want you to go to Blockbuster, beat the whole game, and not buy it. <laughs> which I, I get. Um, but Those are two reasons. Which you get. Oh, shit. Close the news doc. But, like, I just it doesn't make the game more fun to me. So, that's why I, like, I'm almost turned off lately of playing games before the PS1. Because, like... I, like if I be if I use save states, which again I don't really give a shit if people rag me for using save states, but like if I use save states, people give me shit. If I am bad at the game, is it really that much fun to watch me like start the whole game over again? So there's that. What have you sent me here? You, the you cat will me. probably not be doing a run, and he is fast. Yeah. Oh man, hold on, kitty time, guys. <laughs> this is very important. <laughs> Enhance. Where is it? Is, it uh, is this the thing? Or, nope, that's not is it. it? Absolutely passed out next to me. <laughs> yeah, guys, Kitty's very important. This is that. So anyway, um, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, I would argue, is more of a meme than a game. Um, is it worth playing? I don't know if you like Michael Jackson, but sure, like not really worth it. Um, I had more fun with Echo the Dolphin than Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. That's saying a lot because fuck dolphins. Dolphins are dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they are assholes at times, yes. Dolphins are dumb shit, and they're not so smart out of water. I'm just throwing it out there. Actually, and you know the true reason why I didn't like Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? It was not on the 3DO. That's real, that is really where my hate stems from. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, JD, the only person who likes the 3DO, unironically. <laughs> just, you know, there's something for everyone out there. Someone's favorite game is Bubsy 3D. So, No, that's not true. I am not the sharpest crayon in the tree, John. How dare you? Uh, so what else have we been playing? Fuck. Um, Moonwalker. Oh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. I am having such Go a on. love... I'm having such a love-hate relationship with that game. So, my... To give backstory, because I don't think I talked about too much on the podcast last time. My older brother loves Diablo 2. If there's one game in the world that he loves more than anything, it's Diablo 2. 
I used to watch him play Diablo 2 on the computer, just like enamored by like the dark visuals and the the just the demonic atmosphere. I was like, this gameplay looks cool. So when Diablo 3 came to consoles, I was like, fuck yeah, I need that game. And the Diablo 3 on consoles is so good. They knew like consoles were, were popular, like we can make this work. The button layouts are great. Everything was wonderful. So when Diablo 2 Resurrected got announced, I was like, you know what? This is my moment. I'll play on PC. You may have noticed my name's Console Kev. Don't fucking want to do that. So he bought me Diablo 2 Resurrected because he wants all his brothers to play with him. So I started, and that game is not fucking good on consoles. It is. the <laughs> Like, they did... Almost well, no. I mean, they're, they're point and click games. Of course, they're of course they're, they're tougher on console. It doesn't you... quite tran- it tra- the the idea doesn't transfer the same. It's not even the thing. Is it's not even the gameplay. It's the fucking menus are the worst <laughs> menus I've ever seen in a game. Like going to a shop is like imagine if you walk into like a grocery store, right? And if you like, if here's all our products. There's chips, soda, cereal, the produce meats, and they're just in this pile right here. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, cool. Uh, do you guys have like um, Cheetos? They're in the fu- like on the bottom of the pile towards the back. Could you get them for you? No. Uh, okay. How much are the Cheetos? I don't know. You got to dig them out and find the price tag on them. So like you just have this window. And with the mouse, I get it's easy to move the mouse and fucking look, highlight. Okay. That's the stats. But I have to move this little mouse cursor thing. Go over to the thing. Now I have to hit compare. And when I want to... It's not, first of all, Dame, it's pop, not soda. Fuck no, it's goddamn soda. I live in the East Coast where it's right anyway. So then, like, you get the stats and you hit compare. And you're like, oh, these are boots. I want to compare them to my boots. What if you compare them to every item I'm wearing also? Like, my sword with the boots. I don't want that. Just tell me what the boots are the boots. What's better? The menus are bad. Like, holding a button and pressing a button do two completely different unrelated things. The... The way you bind skills, you can only access your skills if you go in the skill menu and then you, like, read what it does. It's just not fucking intuitive at all. And, like, it sucks because Diablo 3 is, like, a masterpiece on consoles. They So I just figured they would m- do those things to Diablo 2 Remastered on, on console, and they just didn't. Like, it makes the game a real big pain to play. Like, I knew all – well, I didn't know. But, like, the the difficulty was great. I like that dying feels important or like, uh, what's the word? Consequential. Like you have to be smart, but like, okay. So and going back to the potions that John was talking about, that game loves throwing potions at you. Cause it knows it's hard. It's like, here's potions, here's potions, here's potions. Right. But like your inventory becomes overloaded with potions. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I don't need all these potions. So like, then you put a couple on your belt for healing. But now I have all these potions, I can't pick up new items. So now i got to drop potions, pick up this item, identify the item, because you got to identify everything. Oh, I don't want this item. Drop the item now. Go back, pick up all my potions, and do that over and over and over. And it's just like, I don't need this many potions. So you go to store the potions away, and then you get to a new area, and you're like, fuck, I wish I had all those potions. And i got to pick a town portal, go back, get those potions, come back to the town <laughs> portal. Now the town portal closed. Fight, fight, fight. Oh, I died. Oh, the town portal's gone. I can't warp back to where I was. So now I gotta walk all <laughs> the way. I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. Like, it would be way easier. So those are gameplay issues. And John's saying he had the same issue with Diablo 2. Now add those yeah. issues with a controller and not a mouse to quick move everything. It is... 
it's disappointing because I want to like that game so much better. Like the gameplay itself is fun, but the fucking things that make the game work are not. And it's really sad because I, I like that game as a whole. But if you're going to get it, like, I'm console cap, get on PC. <laughs> it's, it's that like I, the more I play Diablo 2 Resurrected, I just want to play Diablo 3. And I don't know how Diablo 1 on PS1 was, but dude, this is it's fucking annoying to play on consoles. I don't quite remember, but w- with all the with that. OK, so first of all, I mean, full disclaimer, obviously, that's st- I'm on record that style of RPG. Mm-hmm. I'm not into. That's fair. Yeah, that that the whole it's I, I, I like to call it Western RPG style. OK. That's you know, fair. the. uh yeah, the 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 Skyrims, the Diablos, like those two perspectives to me mm-hmm. are the uh, the the whole layout and the way you play them. They're all they're all the same to me. Yes. Uh, what makes it tough is that style to me is so point click mouse style that when you even if it's in a first person mode on a modern console, the the gameplay still feels like it's intuitive to that control scheme. And I'm just not into that control scheme. Yeah, it's it's just not intuitive. So in a I, way, Fallout kind of follows that formula as well, but it's less egregious. That was another issue I had with Fallout, but like I I just I have a lot of issues with Bethesda games, like just feeling like the whole world is a JPEG and I'm just put on top of it. <laughs> and like like swinging at an enemy, like their life bar goes down, but they just have no reaction to it. They're just like, eh, whatever. Like they just don't care so i don't know that is uh i want to play more diablo i put it down for now because i was just getting a headache from the menus um my next thing to do today was play some ratchet and play speaking of ratchet uh up your arsenal oh which one up your arsenal love that game so i was gonna do that but i do also have a Fortnite date later so everyone is warned because I get backlash when I play a game that I move. But so I'm gonna probably just ratchet, then move to Fortnite, or maybe just straight Fortnite. I gotta see what Chelsea and James what they're doing. You just um, you just brought more dread to me realizing that I can't play Rift Apart. Things happen, you know? <sighs> I gotta play all the other ones too. So I gotta I gotta figure out what my plans are. Twitter is the best place for everything. Um but that's the plan today. Have so, you never played like like what what Ratchet and Clank's haven't you played? Is it everything after Up Your Arsenal? I've only played one and two. Wow. Okay. It's, it's not on purpose either. It's just like, I haven't. Wow. Okay. So big Ratchet and Clank fans. One of my favorite franchises of all time. Mm-hmm. I love them all. Uh, I, I don't think there's... Okay, there is... Of the mainline Ratchet and Clank games, because there's a couple side ones that aren't, aren't very good at all. Right. But from the main lines, even... I have a weird love for Deadlocked. Mm-hmm. That's the fourth one that came out. Yes, because it's still a Ratchet and Clank game, and the the controls are good. the <laughs> The weapons are unique, and the setup is Ratchet is caught in a prison. Basically, he has yep. to fight his way out. Yeah, more or less. The problem that that game suffered is what a lot of franchises suffer is just too many sequels and you just get tired of the formula mm-hmm. and there's not enough innovation to it or evolution to the game franchise. Yeah. So if you like give yourself time and you're like, I want to play a Ratchet and Clank game, Deadlock will come across way better. And then That's when good. you get to the PS3 games of Ratchet and Clank, they'll just blow your mind. 
It's such a breath of fresh air. And they didn't do anything like totally different than up your arsenal or going commando or any of those. Yeah. So the speaking of rift apart, because Chase is saying it's so beautiful. Uh, Somebody did a breakdown and they almost like semi proved that like rift apart didn't have to be on a PS5. Like they were like talking about how the rifts are like the the thing the SSD can only do, and somebody broke down like, nah, these are all reused assets, and this is just a loading screen essentially. Like they almost broke it down, so it could have been done on PS4, but like, so I'm hoping that they kind of um, pop it down like one day, like port it backwards because like I don't know, it's kind of been proven it can be done. I I don't I don't see why they would do that when well it would be it's one of the major yeah. selling points to the new console. I actually read an interesting article recently about the concept behind making new generations Mm -hmm. and uh it it was more it wasn't a proven uh technological uh paper but a a kid out of i think it was like denmark or some some they they wrote the the pros to making a new generation console so back back in the 80s and 90s it was about the hardware being the upgrade. Right. Okay. And now with modern consoles, the hardware is all mostly there. And now you, ha- the, the whole purpose is creating the hardware that can run the software, like creating the thing that can run the software the best. Right. So Which I get, and yeah. So the idea behind this is of course of course there's a capitalistic mentality to it you know you want people to buy the new thing you don't want your system to get stagnant uh mm-hmm. you want to keep developing to make money but from a gamer's perspective it's the the whole idea of this article was to give us perspective on uh from from our gaming fandom that we want companies to do this because if it gets stagnant, then the gaming industry will get stagnant. Developers will get stagnant and you will miss out on the evolution of games getting better with new technology, which so, I, I do. I do get all that. Yes. Yeah. Ima- imagine a scenario where we never got out of the PS one graphics, 3d graphics, because the hardware, that's a bad example. Um, the PS three graphics, because we already reached a point where the software was good enough. Let's put that in air, air quotes, right? Uh, yeah. And would you agree that a lot of the PS4 software, the games look better, uh, they're able to run better, they're able to feel better? I would, would say, you... I would say they run and, and feel better. But like, I would say mid PS3 onwards, I feel like we're we're really at the point of like, diminishing returns well that's that's where it's yeah. no longer the hardware is being upgraded it's the software in order to run better games right and so, I get that. the innovation we're seeing now isn't so much this big graphical change that we mm-hmm. used to see because that was a hardware change now we're seeing the more minute changes where it's to encourage developers to keep up and innovate the industry along along with these publishers and the hardware that goes along with it. And I found that super fascinating. So we, we got to stop the, the idea. The, the purpose is for us as gamers to realize 
you don't want an industry to become stagnant mm-hmm. because then the industry has a chance to fold and regress. Yes. Well, that, then you get into like an Atari kind of almost situation. Yes, exactly. Yes. You you just you don't you just don't get it, and it's just the same thing, and then you just fall out of the of the fandom. So it's a very dangerous concept. So when I read that, and I realized that's kind of how I feel with the new gen. Like I'm so excited for uh, this alleged PS5 to release at some point uh, when, when the superconductor. When when yeah, yeah. When the superconductor shortage uh, <laughs> finally gets solved, which well, that's a fascinating story to read about how like all three factories yep. had like environmental disasters hit all three of them, China, Japan, and Texas, where it was a tornado, an earthquake, a fucking factory strike. A volcano, (laughs) everything. But that's, that's how I feel. Like I don't want to, I want, I want to be involved in the next generation and the innovation of these new games. I don't want to stay in the past. I want to be in there for the ride and me not being able to be with the ride Mm -hmm. angers me as a fan it's frustrating especially when i have the money to spend and i want to be a part of this and i'm just not i'm not able to so while he the things you're saying are right what i i don't want to every time i do this i sound like a goddamn xbox fanboy i'm not everyone i have a playstation symbol thing in a triforce i like them all but i almost feel like another thing we need to do is like yeah exactly xbox fanboy get Game Pass fucks. I love game. Listen, I think Game Pass is goddamn like the thing I'm really looking forward to in this next generation. It's finally, it's finally a new way to distribute games, which I think is actually becoming a game changer. Like, I think that's like one of the best things I'm most excited for now. Because like as a as somebody that has a Series S, like it's not different than an Xbox One. It's the same menu. You would honestly, if you told me it was an Xbox One, I'd believe you. But, like, the distribution of games is, like, the most exciting thing I'm, like, the thing I'm most excited for for this, like, generation. Like, yeah, Game Pass existed, but, like, it's finally, like, becoming its own now. It's, it's fucking great. And I want PS Now to be that level, too. And it's getting there. It's slow, but it's getting there. It's getting there, but, like, so I, I was actually thinking about doing a stream of, like, okay, is streaming the PS3 games that bad? And I know I'd be streaming. I'd, I'd take all these things into account when I do it. But, like, I know the message is, like, the games are going to rotate. Just like Netflix does. Like, things rotate in and out. But I went to go play, I think it was Red Dead Redemption 2. I was like, all right, I'm going to stream Red Dead Redemption 2 because I missed it on Game Pass. I'm going to play it on PlayStation now. And then there, right when I go to try it, it says, like, in big, bold letters, like, only till October something. Ouch. I'm like, like, well, then I don't want to do that because, like, that's a big long game. Yeah, like it, it's just yeah, like you were at you were at the you are at the mercy of them instead of you. I mean, that's the benefit to continue to buy games physically, right? Well, even physical games, I just I don't feel like physical games have a have a like a purpose anymore because those physical games. I know this is objective. Everyone loves their physical stuff, but like they're not games anymore. They're almost CD keys. Like there's a point, there's a 1.0 version on this cart or disc. It still needs updates. It still needs patches. Like I, I, the whole thing with the CMOS battery that is like, I think they fixed it on the on PS4. I don't know if they fixed it on PS3 yet. But essentially your physical games just won't fucking work because the way Sony set up their is it fixed on both though, Chase? I know they fixed it on one of them. Uh, I can't remember if it's on PS3 three or four one of them still doesn't work i think 
they did. Okay, so that's cool. But like, these are all just giant things. I feel like, yeah, even if it's fixed. So now, like twenty years down the line, somebody buys a, a PS3, and they can't update their copy of Lair because that's the first game I. Well, you're at. at well, you're at the mercy of the release copy. Right. So it's just like, is this like, is so this it's bad. Like, I mean, that's why it's important for these companies to have the game work on day one yeah. rather than fix it one to two years later. That's right. why I get angry because I'm like, this is not acceptable. You should come out with a product that works from day one. Yeah. Don't and give me this excuse where, oh, we're going to fix it over time. That's what a lot of, a lot of these heavy, like battle royal multiplayer type games keep doing. It's very frustrating. Yeah. And like, so to me, I, I just, I don't want to buy physical games anymore. Cause I, I'm not feeling a benefit anymore. I used to be on the, on the side of, if I'm not buying a, a physical game, digital game should be cheaper. I still think they should, but I'm not getting a box. I agree. I think the digital should be cheaper. I did, but now I'm in the point where we're like, oh, I'm going to pay the same price. And this physical copy is giving me no benefit really that it's going to be forever working. I'll just take the convenience now. Like it almost went the other way. It's like now it's the lesser of two evils to me. But yeah, nothing's perfect. I mean, your your cartridges and discs will break. Like systems break. Like things happen. Nothing's forever. Um, which is why I'm a big fan of Game Pass because I understand I'm not buying these games, and it's almost like a rental. So there's that. Um, Chase says Nick Allstar Brawl did a twenty percent discount for digital copies the first two weeks of release. That's awesome. That's a I have I have I have seen some developers have been doing that uh, for the first week of release that your digital is you know ten bucks cheaper or something. Yes, I've so, hopped on a couple of games that have done that, and I'm not even a, a heavy digital guy either. No, so actually to to make us move on because I'll rant forever. Um, I have our first little news story. There's only not a big a lot of news this week, um, but like, oh, this isn't even the thing. Sad. Would you link me? Essentially. Your PS3 and Vita, they're not going to allow credit cards and uh, PayPal on the store anymore, which sucks. Okay. So? so, like, now it's even harder to even get digital games now. So, like, I can't even buy with a credit card or using PayPal anymore on PS3 and Vita. So, like, what was it? They were going to turn, they were going to shut off the PS3, PSP, and the Vita stores. Then they said they weren't going to turn them off. But now you're making it almost inaccessible again. For like people to like download new things, like game preservation is becoming a big problem these days. Preservation, yeah. I also understand from their perspectives, like let's leave, let's finally leave the past behind us. We're two generations removed now. Mm-hmm. Time to move on. So yeah, the only thing is you can use your PlayStation Store gift cards, but like I was just strolling through the store the other day because I, I had to go get a prescription, and like they don't even sell PlayStation gift cards in like my grocery store anymore. So oh. like, like I, I I know you can get them through Amazon, but like, why? Like this seems to be a big like PlayStation. Couldn't you, couldn't problem you just right now. couldn't you just get a code online? Yes, you can. I which I was and then use and either. then use those in the in the Vita or PS3 store. But like, why do I have to do all these extra steps? Also, like I know I'm first world bitching, but like this that is why is. like I'm I'm a <laughs> it, it is, but like. It seems like only one of these companies is, like, doing something to preserve games. I'll give Nintendo, like, they're doing a little bit. Like, okay, we have the Super Nintendo and Nintendo Online system. Like, we have all your favorite classics, like... Um, well, all right. I, I guess devil's advocate, because I, I, I do agree with what you're saying. 
mm-hmm. with devil's advocate is like even as myself who is way into retro gaming and game preservation a how many people including yourself are going to go back onto a vita or ps3 at this point in time in 2021 be like man i can't wait to play puppeteer um while i would say initially not a lot of people how but how how yeah how how, does that one fucking youtuber make a video about the puppeteer and everyone's like how are we looking at the puppeteer right now and then they have no fucking way to play it like these things should just be available and if you're gonna have something like ps now just put it up there. It's a Sony made game. Like, I mean, the eShop closed. We had the e- same conversation e-shop, over the right. eShop. eShop's done, but like, this is why, like, like I, I'm not promoting piracy, but piracy is the only way to preserve games because nobody else is doing it. I mean, unless they, I, I can't think of a better way. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a, and that's that's the problem with this digital distribution is there's a window for everything, and if you miss the window, you're oh, SOL. Yeah, so that's a short little news story. Um, nothing too much other than yeah, I agree. I agree with I agree with John. Then John, uh, yeah, no one cares until there's a YouTube video about it, and no one then everyone cares. Yeah, I know a lot of games that people did that with. I burp. Excuse me. Um, well, I mean, I, uh, just to kind of play off that with, with um, my Patreon, yes, with uh, with women's wrestling, there's uh, defunct companies mm-hmm. from the 90s, and it's really hard to get a lot of these shows. Yes. And the whole idea is to preserve and I have some record of the shows that mm-hmm. existed. And I will record a match that. I think people should go out and see and throw it on a daily motion page just so there's some preservation of it out yes. there. It's this, it's the same concept. So the, in a way these YouTube videos and people recording and throwing, throwing these games on YouTube, that is the sense of preservation. You yourself can't play it, but you can enjoy the experience of going along with the ride of someone else playing it. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, that's an interactive versus non-interactive media. So like, it's not exactly the same, but, it's not exactly it's the same, there. but it's still it's still it's the fact it still exists and people can't experience it is yes. still worth something. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we'll we'll do the important news stories. Like, I, do you care about the Ghost Recon Frontline Battle Royale? Probably not, right? I mean, they're about what six years too late. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So again, not a lot of news stories this week, so we'll move that. Uh, I do want to. I, get guess, I guess the I guess the one hundred and you the one hundred players and. Uh, you and I guess it's two bots that yeah. go off into the into the battle royale. I guess that's an interesting concept. That's Ghost Recon, but how much do we <laughs> put? How much stock do we put into a Ubisoft product these days? No idea. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'll get your quick opinion. Uh, obviously, Sora's in boo. Smash Brothers first. Yeah, boo. yeah, exactly. Boo. That's Kingdom Hearts. I boo. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Kingdom Hearts. Um, but oh, I missed it. I missed it so. Boo! It boo, boo Kingdom Hearts. Boo! It sucks. It's I listen. I get people love Kingdom Hearts. I fucking I think that that's you want to talk about the most overrated series of all times. It's fucking Kingdom Hearts. But I get he's oh a great God. character to have in Smash. I don't get why people were saying like Master Chief. Like I don't know what basis people have that people are like really pushing for Master Chief. Like what would he do? Gun and grenade? I don't know. It's- we function the same as Snake, I guess. Uh, Kev, explain the story of Kingdom Hearts to me. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a story about one one little boy with Goku hair who has really big shoes mm-hmm. and wants to kiss Mickey Mouse. 
Um, mm. But yes, and I agree, Chase, having Sora in it is very cool. And the great part about DLC is I, I don't have to fucking buy it, and I won't. Like, I didn't buy Minecraft Steve. I was really hoping for a Fortnite guy just to watch the internet fucking light on fire. But I didn't get maybe, that. Who knows? Maybe it'll. Maybe it could happen. <laughs> it, Wait, it, is this the last character ever? Did I remember last, reading that? Last character ever. That's it. Okay, no Fortnite guy. Yeah, pretend no. it's Minecraft Steve then. Well, they did put Doom Guy as a me costume character, so him and Isabel could finally be together, kind of. <laughs> That's all I wanted in life. Um, but I guess fact. Kingdom Hearts games are coming to the Switch. Uh, 25 and 2.5 Remix Cloud version. Okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> it, as somebody, again, big Xbox Mark Kev, I use the Game Pass Cloud, right? Big Xbox Mark Kev. Right. I, everyone says I am, even though I have zero Xbox decorations around here and a Killzone tattoo on my goddamn back. Um, who the fuck is paying for cloud versions of games? I just, I think that's such a shitty People thing. who got the Stadia, I guess? Well, so nobody got it. But like, yeah, cool, right? I just, I don't see the fucking purpose of buying a cloud game. Like, I, I, I get it being a bonus for Game Pass. Like, oh, stream some games. The fucking, if you want to pay money for those games that are coming to Switch, I guess. Um, parents want to pay for it. Explain, Chase. Who don't know better. Got it. That's the market. Parents that don't know any better. That is a good, I guess that's a good market. So anyway, Sora's in Smash Brothers, guys. It's been a very slow news week, which I'm, why I'm happy we had, a, we had a good bullshit session for that. I, uh, I thought it was good conversation. It was wonderful. That's why we man. gelled on the podcast so well, Kevin. Loved it. I know. My, my schedule's been all over the place. So like after this, I have to, I get to go teach at night today. Not even Ooh. in the morning. It's, my coach opened like, or his wife opened like a tea slash overlay shake section in the gym. It's everything is going like this. All that. Um, and then the only other thing I really, I mean, the Back for Blood solo campaign, I want to know more about that before I play it. Uh, but finally, we're getting the, the GTA trilogy, which <laughs> sure. I finally, it's only been announced. Shut up, IGN. I'm not giving you my ad money. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't like, I don't like IGN, Kotaku, or Polygon. I have a strict thing against them. You're What's wrong with Polygon? They, I don't want to go on a, on a rant too much, but like, I just think they... I think they shove their own like beliefs into news stories more than the news. Oh, okay, I see. So, yeah, I like see that. I don't care. Like, I, can you tell me about the game? Like, I don't know. That's a me thing. Hi, Luki. We're almost done here. But I'm finally. Yeah, Polygon's exact- probably weird like that. You get a you get an article one time about the game. You get what you get. You get the actual game review, and then immediately following the game, you get the person with. A yeah. discussion over are there enough female main characters in video games? Right. Because I'm like, we're using this does, game as an example. Yeah. How does this have to do with GTA 6 coming out? There was one article. This is totally not related to what we're saying, but I was listening to Kind of Funny and somebody did a review of Far Cry 6 and they ended up giving it no score because they were unsure of how much Latin representation was like, was it enough in the game? Like, one, excuse me. How does that affect how good the game is too you didn't even fucking score it that was your job and like Wait. you you well, well, hold, uh, hold i gotta on, find hold out on. who did it we gotta take two steps back here far cry 6 is in top cuba. of my head that takes place in like the dominican republic or something cuba. right or puerto rico cuba. Cu- cuba okay not enough representation. i was like this isn't i was like okay it takes sure. place in cuba how is there not enough i don't fucking know that's why i was like okay well the whole game is like 
people from Cuba. <laughs> yeah, they, whatever. So anyway, anyway, so Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is announced finally, which. Um, no, I want to stick on this Cuba thing. Why? Why is I, I don't who is remember. who is this reviewer? I have to find. I was listening to the kind of funny podcast, and I was like, okay, they were going over reviews of it, and I was just like, I, I, I just, I kind of like was mowing the lawn, and I rolled my eyes so hard, I missed a line in my lawn. No, I'm, I, no, I'm rolling my eyes right now. <sighs> yeah, just so. hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta hold find on, it. On. So anyway, I'm, I'm on. I, I, I'm wondering if I could find it like immediately on Metacritic. I don't know. Uh, so it's got a five ex- user score, by the way, so it's not bueno. <laughs> I don't. I, when we do the gauntlet, there's a reason we don't go by the user score because the same. Nah, come on, was, there's plenty of Russian reviews that you can trust. Like <laughs> we went over this last week, a lot of people are saying Halo Infinite looks like shit, and I'm noticing the people that are saying that are like people that play only on PC or uh, people that are mainly PlayStation people. And I'm just like, okay, so this is why we only go by critic scores. Anyway, uh, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is coming out, guys. I'm excited. There's the news. <laughs> That's all I got. I just I, I I have a hard time reading game journalism quotes because, like, I get everyone has political views. That's no secret. But like, I want to know about the game. Like, I have to. I gotta go back in that kind of funny podcast. Listen to who it was. Or did you? Yeah, find you gotta it? you gotta you gotta keep me informed on that it. one because that's super. That is that's, super hilarious. Uh, the episode to me. of kind of funny. If you want to listen to it, hold on. It's okay. probably on my queue thing right now. It's called. Uh, uh, it's just the kind of funny game cast Far Cry 6 review. So if you listen through that, you'll hear them talk about it. And I was just like, I, I don't, I got to find out who did it. But anyway, wait, when was this announced? Oh, well, uh, this week, Luke, um, October 8th, apparently at 1244 PM by Matt Kim. Uh, so the <laughs> GTA trilogy is coming out, which I kind of want because have you played Vice City recently? Yeah. On the podcast. Good. Yeah, it, that control scheme sucks. So I'm excited for like modern controls. I hope, unlike Diablo 2 Remastered, to come to this game. So uh, I guess. I, uh, well, now that I'm looking at this, I guess two years ago <laughs> isn't exactly recent. That was the last time I played Vice City. <laughs> well, time is a flat circle. What have I told you? You know. So <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That is the like, yeah, uh, I played that recently, 2019. <laughs> I think all the time. You wonder why it's taking me so long to play Ratchet and Clank. I'm like, ah, oh, just beat up. Uh, uh, What's the second going commando? I was like, oh, when we first moved into this house like a year ago. Oh, Never yeah. mind. Like, Boy. <laughs> so anyway, there's that, guys. The news has kind of been slow this week, and there's not too many things. Uh, I do want to thank our patrons. Hey, one of them's right here, JD. Thank you for hey, that's me. joining us. We have JD. We have I'm on that. JD. I'm on that five dollar tier. You are on that you five dollar tier. He gets he gets evergreens, which this new work schedule is really fucked our recording of those, but we're trying. We're trying our best. Uh, Chris Sullivan, thank you. And Viva JD, Mr. Smackdown Podcast Man. Even though he's on a little hiatus, but we still love him. No, he's back. I mean, he is back. He's he back. He's that. had two new episodes come out. He's got a slightly different format. He's going over uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and uh, I guess some WWE he goes over as well. He goes, yep, that happened. That show exists. So there's that. So we'll get us out of here because JD has another show to record, which I hope I didn't run you over, by the way. No. Not at all. Oh, perfect. All right. So where can everyone find you? Uh, Twitter at BowlingJD. Uh, there was a link tree in the uh, chat, but it's uh, Redleaf Retrocast. Mm-hmm. Easy to find on Twitter. Easy to Google. Yes. Anime, retro gaming, lots of wrestling. Everything. Check out the Patreon if you're really into wrestling. You'll learn a lot. A lot of uh, historical context stuff. I got Starcade reviews. If you know WCW. Oh, you mean not the shitty WWE one-hour house show specials? 
No, 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 no. WCW Starcade reviews. Okay. They are. I, I go through. A, I go through the big history of the year and everything. So maybe you, maybe you'll learn something along those. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Very you hear well. me talk about just the idiocy of that company. <laughs> <laughs> that company's been through some shit. But oh, WCW, holy shit! It's it is a trip. <laughs> no Steiner math, which is the biggest flaw of WCW. They had the. Opportunity. You want you want to know you want to know something fun. I always, I always, so there's trolls online. Uh, we, you know, we're, Never we're heard flat, flat circle. We begin the podcast talking about trolls. We're going to end it talking about trolls. So there's a lot of people that hate AEW because it's this new company, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Right. Uh, as and AEW is essentially turning a profit within its first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, minus the huge video game investment. Yeah. Like everything is profitable there. Yeah. They have, they have great attendances. They're beating WWE in a lot of markets now. Uh, they got a good TV deal. They're happy. They have good ratings, good ad, ad revenues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. Cut to WCW when they were first bought by Turner. And <laughs> from 1990 to 1993, they lost money upwards of $23 million in a single year. 1994, when they got Hulk Hogan, they broke even for the first time in its history. And we're four years in to the acquisition at this point. And this was a company that was all that already had made stars during the era yep. on television yeah. <laughs> in like those Chase, markets. And Chase saying, imagine hating AEW. Honestly, they, I'm not going to say they're perfect because every company has flaws and to say otherwise sure. is silly, but fucking guy, I, like, I was really coming off a two years span of liking wrestling and about to just go off again. And then AEW came around right when I was about to lose it, man. It's say it has saved a lot of people's fandom or rekindled a lot of people's fandom. I'm still telling like, like you wouldn't know when it will be successful is when people stop saying like oh like a WWE style thing they'll start saying like no an AEW style thing. It's gonna take some time, but like when you made when like yeah, the casual yeah. person says that, like you're that's uh, when you know. okay. Have have you seen have you have you like seen in casual conversation it happening slowly? Not yet. I have I have at like I have I have up here where I'm just work and I'll mention something I wear like an AEW sweatshirt or something and go oh is that that new company right. I'm getting that more and more often yeah. as the last year has gone on it's it's quite fascinating to start hearing these things yeah slowly I'm sure it'll happen over time um, yeah it's pretty cool before, before we get too sidetracked again we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get us out of here you can find me at Constant Kev on everything that's relevant that isn't TikTok or instagram because i don't really use those so there's i'm that. trying to use instagram more i just don't get it it's it's redundant to me you don't get it i don't get it i'm a boomer what do i know don't get it well okay boomer <laughs> there's that all right guys we're gonna get out of here so uh we'll see you later i'm gonna be streaming some Fortnite after this at like 12 ish so i know boo Fortnite, boo but uh you've been warned so goodbye hit the button